Hey, hey, this is Lizzie with Love Day Coaching, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it's about you. Every week, there's a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what others say or watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do, figure out what you need to say or do to flourish and thrive. This, my friends, is about you. Well, hello, it's Lizzie Love Day here, ready for another episode of This Is About You. Today we are talking about what stepping forward looks like, stepping forward in meaningful ways. What does that look like for you right now? Well, this winter I was cross-country skiing up a canyon with my husband and we put in about four miles going up a steady pace when I found my mind spinning with all the reminders. You know, those brain reminders that go off when we're not focused on getting things done and, and then we're doing something that doesn't even require much executive functioning All the ideas start popping while we're walking, if you know what I mean. We go on a bike ride, a run, or maybe we're driving in the car and we or waiting for somebody. Then the reminders and ideas start popping in our heads because we have hit pause on the executive functioning part of our brain. And now all the creative creative juices can flow. And that is exciting. It can become a little inconvenient, though, because we're not typically in a place where we can actually act on the ideas. The longer we run or rest, the bigger the list gets, and the more anxious we feel about not actually taking action on the reminders. Activities like skiing or walking, running, driving, and on the other end of the spectrum, waiting, resting, or going to sleep, those kinds of activities are great for facilitating time to think and for creative problem solving. That's one of the benefits of participating in them. Scientific studies have demonstrated a correlation between physical activity and creative innovation. The New York Times had an article that said active imaginations start with active lives. When we move, there's more blood flow and oxygen going to the brain so that we can get that creative energy going. The movement also puts executive functioning aspects of the brain at ease, like I mentioned, which allows connectivity with other parts of the brain. That's why when you're walking or running, the ideas seem to flow. Interesting thing, though, is that scientific studies have also demonstrated the power of rest and meditation in relation to creativity. Both movement and rest can help us create and solve problems. The challenge arises when the brainstorming goes on too long without any action or implementation. That is what started happening with me when I was skiing in silence for a long while. 
I started to feel overwhelmed because I had all the ideas and I had been moving and busy all day and then I was skiing and I was moving in a place where I could not implement them. This also happens when we're resting or trying to sleep. The executive functioning is released from its intense work and the ideas flow. If this state goes on too long, we can't actually implement the ideas and the anxiety starts to kick in because we're not moving in meaningful ways in regards to those ideas. If you've ever struggled to go to sleep, you know what I'm talking about. Too much physical movement, the brain can spin out into a freeway of overwhelm and anxiety. And if we stop moving for too long, the same thing happens. The key here is to take note of the amount of time. The amount of time we spend in motion versus rest can make a difference here. If we move, the creative juices flow, but if we don't ever stop, we can't actually get the task done and it's stressful. I have a coaching client who's always on the move and that sometimes causes cognitive chaos because there is not space to implement important ideas stored within her. She is a creative human being, always coming up with ideas. She's constantly bogged down with all the opportunities and things that keep her moving and the tasks that are right in front of her, but she's not allowing the space in her life to follow through on those creative ideas, writing that note, drawing that picture, making the phone call, whatever it is she's felt inspired to do. On the other end of the spectrum, I have seen people stay stagnant for too long in their lives and their follow through muscles become sore. They become more unmotivated because they don't move enough in their life. Back to my ski experience. There was a point when I needed to calm down my nervous system and prevent myself from going into that freeway of overwhelm. This is the point when I started singing out loud to myself because my husband was way ahead of me. I was singing one little step at a time, one little step at a time. And yes, I'm singing on the podcast. That was a reminder to me to enjoy the moment and empowered me with the truth. Truth is always a grounding place to check in. The truth is, I know I will take time as soon as I get back to my meaningful productivity zone. I will find time and I have this set up for myself. A meaningful productivity zone is when we act on creative ideas. We do this because we have learned to believe we can and We nurture thoughts that allow us to do so. So much of this begins within the mind. It's interesting how many things we don't allow ourselves to do because we just don't think we can. It happens when we stop running away from chaos and we practice stepping up and into more action instead of sitting around escaping the effort it will take. Meaningful productivity does take effort. And if we are exhausted by the chaos of too much movement and we're exhausted by too much sitting around, 
then we won't have the energy that it will take to do that meaningful step. Do you want to be a mover and a shaker when it comes to putting your ideas into action? If so, get curious today about this balance between movement, rest, meaningful productivity. Feelings of overwhelm and anxiety are amplified when we spend too much time on the go and too much time at rest. When we don't find a balance between these, we do not allow time for meaningful action. And our lists keep getting longer and we keep spinning like we're on a treadmill going nowhere. Now, how to make this about you for reals? First, we ask questions. First thing to ask is, what does moving forward look like for you right now? Begin to divine this for yourself and see what comes up. How can you find some balance in regards to this? Invite yourself to hear yourself. Or I I invite you to hear yourself when it comes to this creative dance. What will you see yourself doing when you're moving forward? Okay, let's dive into the questions for today. Are you ready? Perhaps write them down and get ready to answer them for yourself. Make this meaningful. Number one, what activities do you sincerely enjoy that require physical movement? Make a list. What are they? For some people, it might be washing the dishes. I know people that like washing dishes. For me, that's not one of my physical movements that I sincerely enjoy. For me, dancing. If you know me, you know I love dancing. So find out what those are for you. Make a list. Get rid of the shoulds and shouldn'ts of what has been projected on you that you should like to do that requires movement. Let's really decide what do you enjoy that requires physical movement. Do you enjoy pulling weeds? Second question, what activities do you sincerely enjoy that require some pausing and resting? Let's do the same thing. Make a list. Brainstorm. Third question, Do you find yourself spending too much time in either of these zones, the physical rest zone or the movement activity zone? What is, is there one that you are spending more time in? Or maybe look back to your answers to the first two questions. If you had a hard time coming up with ideas about what you really enjoy that requires physical movement, then Take a moment and ask yourself what's coming up there for you. What's How is that influencing your life? Same thing on the other spectrum. If you're having a hard time finding time or finding things you really enjoy that require pausing and resting, take note of that. So back to my example client who is busy moving around from one exciting thing to another, something she's learned is to foster a belief, a new belief. And the new belief that she's fostering is that she's allowed to say no to some things. And that's been helpful in getting her to a more balanced place. How does this show up for you in your life? Where do you see that imbalance? Question four, when do you feel most overwhelmed with your reminders, lists, and ideas. 
think in the last week, where were you? What were you doing? Or what were you not doing when you felt the most overwhelmed with all the to-dos and tasks? Begin to notice what those circumstances are where that overwhelm comes up and you can learn. Question five, define what moving forward means to you in your life today. What does it look like, sound like, feel like, taste like, or maybe come up with a word that describes it if you're a word person. Define what moving forward means to you today. Sixth question, when you are the when are you the most productive and why? Maybe just think about that today. When were you the most productive today and why? Question seven is more of a fill in the sentence, and that is filling in this sentence. I am making meaningful progress when I what? Finish the sentence. For me in that moment when I was skiing, I'd fill in that sentence and say, I'm making meaningful progress when I take one little step at a time, not huge steps towards things that are meaningful for me. Last question, number eight. If you were to take one little step at a time this week that would be meaningful, what would that look like for you? Those are your questions. Now look back at your answers and discover what type of movement and what type of rest really help you. See where the imbalances might be between them. Understand more about where you are when overwhelm hits. Tap into what moving forward really means right now for you. And if you're interested in receiving the questions from this podcast in email form, please sign up for my email list. There's a link in the show notes. Having the questions sent to you will remind you to allow the space you need to get up and bust some meaningful moves. Please provide space for yourself to answer these questions today. Perhaps answering them will give you a taste of what meaningful productivity can feel like. I hope this helps you to tap into a vision of what moving forward means for you in your life right now. As always, I invite you to hear yourself on this. Put away the shoulds and shouldn'ts you have adopted from the culture and people around you. This, my friend, is about you moving one forward, moving forward one step at a time. I'll be sending some high fives and one of my favorite ways to move funky dance moves, sending them your way. I'll be here cheering for you until next week. This is about you.